Welcome to the Immortal Souls Podcast, where we explore the history, stories, myths, legends, and hype that make shoes what they are today. We are Jared and Nick, two brothers with a passion for shoes. We are excited to have you along for the journey. Welcome back to our discussion on purchasing hard-to-get sneakers on release day. For those who missed part one of this discussion, we recommend you go back and listen to episode seven, where we sit down and share experiences, both triumphant and unsuccessful, of obtaining hyped and limited release sneakers at retail cost. Today in part two, we pick up the discussion where we left off, as we go over eight tips and tricks you can use to boost your chances of snagging that coveted pair of shoes. So, without further ado, let's get back into it. And kind of as a disclaimer, with that said, you know, even if you follow all these tips, there's never any guarantee that you'll get these shoes at retail, you know, like you'll be able to purchase. I mean, sometimes they're just so limited and the demand is just so high, it's nearly impossible to get. But these at least give you the best shot, in my opinion, to get those those hard to get shoes that you're trying to get. So the first tip I would say is to have a pre-launch game plan. And basically what that means is, you know what? know all the info about this shoe that's going to release, know the release date, know what type of release it's going to be. Now there's different types, like at least for Nike, they have different types of releases. They have what's known as a general release. They have limited releases. They have quick strike releases. Um, A general release is basically where they produce quite a few pairs. Like they make it so it's fairly easy to get a, a hold of a pair if you want. Limited releases obviously means that they make less pairs. And quick strike releases, those are pretty interesting. That's basically where Nike, without warning, will basically drop like a limited pair of shoes you know, for people to purchase without advertising it or really telling people. They'll just do it kind of quietly. And usually those are super limited. They don't make a whole lot of them. And, and because of that, they're highly coveted, highly sought after shoes. So know the info on the shoe, know what type of release it is, and that kind of gives you an idea of what tactic you'll need to take. If it's going to be a limited release, you know that you're going to have to kind of prepare a little bit more for that than if it's just a general release. So you can get that type of information, for example, if it's Air Jordans that you're going for, um, you know, go to Nike's own website, go to the Jordan brand website, the sneakers app, which I'll talk about in a little bit. It has a lot of good information on releases and gives you all that information. There's a bunch of Twitter accounts that you can go to that you can follow. And again, we'll talk about more of this later on. So that's the first tip. Have a game plan. Okay, the second tip is a little bit of website preparation. And so what I mean by that is, especially Google Chrome, what I like about Chrome is it it has the ability for you to basically download what's known as Chrome extensions. And these extensions are are like little software programs that allow your web browser to do different things. There's a couple of Chrome extensions that I think are particularly relevant for people that are trying to purchase, you know, limited release shoes on on release day. The first one is what's known as, um, it's called the Chrome, I think it's called the autofill extension. And so basically what autofill does is you put in a bunch of your information, like your name, your address. I think even sometimes you you can put in like your credit card info. And what autofill does is if you go to like a shoe website, say you go to footlocker.com and you find a shoe you want to purchase, 
click on purchase and it takes you to like the, the billing and shipping info. Well, with this Chrome autofill extension, with just one or two clicks, it automatically puts all that info in for you. And one thing people learned very quickly in what's known as the shoe game, you know, like when you're trying to get these hard to release shoes, literally every second counts. I mean, a matter of five, 10 seconds could could be the difference of you copying in, you know, that's kind of a vernacular in sneakerhead terms for buying. It's literally the difference between copying a pair or missing out on a pair. So any way that you can even shave seconds in the purchase process is worth it. So I would say, take a look at that. Get the autofill Chrome extension and use that on those web pages. You know, just one or two clicks, boom, boom, boom. You've got your info in. You can click purchase. And, you know, hopefully that puts you in line in front of thousands of other people that are trying to manually put all their information in. The other Chrome extension that I would recommend is it's called Page Monitor. And what's cool about this extension is, is you can set it up where it alerts you immediately when there's any sort of change on a website. And this is especially helpful for when brands do restock. So, you know, so this extension maybe isn't necessarily helpful on like a release day that everybody knows about, but say it's a quick strike release, you know, where there's really no forewarning about it or, or say that it's a restock and Nike, Nike is notorious for quietly restocking, you know, some of these limited shoes. Like they'll just do a, a little restock, but they won't really announce it or tell anybody. But what's cool about this page monitor Chrome extension, it'll notify you of that change on that particular, you know, shoe, like that the web page where the shoe info is on. And it basically allows you to hop on and, and hopefully snag a pair before other people catch on that it's a restock or a quick strike. So that's tip number two is the website prep. Take a look at those extensions for Google Chrome. And if anything, it just helps you to more quickly put your information in or it alerts you to if there's a change in status of a web page so you know to quickly go back to that web page. The third tip I would say is uh, let's go ahead and talk about the Nike Sneakers app. So the Sneakers app is basically Nike's signature shoe app. And you can get it on iTunes or the Android shop, or I think you can pretty much get it anywhere that you can get apps. And this app came out in 2015. And I believe Nike's goal with it was actually to help level the playing field for people to grab these hard-to-get shoes. The problem was is that, you know, typically, and I think this is a reason why I missed out, you know, in 20, 2009 and 2011 on some of these big releases, even though I was there on the website right when the shoe released, I missed out because there's a lot of people out there that use what's known as shoe bots. And a bot is basically, it's basically an automated software that you can attach to a website. And this software allows you to automate the purchase process. And, you know, over the past several years, as people use bots more and more, it's, it's become a real problem because the bots crowd out the casual purchaser like me. You know, the, I just want to go in and get my one pair of shoes. I'm not looking to purchase like 10 or 20 pairs to try to resell on eBay or whatever. But people will use these bots. And what the bots can do is they're so quick that somebody can purchase like 20 pairs using a bot before I can even purchase my one pair. And so the problem with that is, is the bots they snatch up all the shoes before anybody else has a chance to get them. So anyways, back to sneakers. That's partly why Nike developed that was to kind of get rid of that bot problem because people can't really use bots on the sneakers app just the way that it is designed. So with sneakers, it basically, the way it works is it basically allows, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, that autofill Chrome extension I was talking about with the sneakers app, you, you kind of 
put in all of your information. You put in your shoe size, you put in your credit card info, your billing and shipping info, all that. And as soon as like the sneaker releases, you know, so say it's like 8 a.m. Saturday morning. All you have to literally do is you click, I think you click twice. You click purchase. And then I think it'll it'll have a conference. It'll say like, "Are you sure you want to purchase?" And then you just hit it one more time, and then it'll attempt to pur- purchase it. So it's literally just a two-click process, and that makes it kind of nice. Um, you know, makes definitely makes it much more quick and automated of a process. For the ultra limited releases, what the sneakers app will do is they'll hold what's known as a drawing, and so you enter the drawing, and if they pick you, it basically means that they have reserved a pair for you to go ahead and purchase. And so, again, I've actually been successful at a couple of drawings, as I'd previously mentioned, with the band ones, as well as the space jams. I I won both of those through sneaker app drawings. And maybe it was just dumb luck. (laughs) I don't know. But luckily, I was able to, you know, to get them that way. And not to like, like, just a super quick sidebar, like, I'm just curious listening, like, would you say overall, because is it easier to would you say it's easier or harder to get some of these limited releases um, now as opposed to, you know, 10, 11, 12 years ago when you first started? And because I, you know, now there's a lot more technology and there's all these apps, but there's also a much higher demand. Would you say like overall, is it easier or harder to get these shoes than, than, you know, when you first started like really collecting? You know, that's a good question. I think overall, I'd have to say it's easier simply because there's so many more places and ways that people can purchase shoes. And that outweighs the higher demand, in your opinion. Right. Now, with that said, and I'll talk about this a little later on down my list of tips. But yeah, I mean, with that said, there's a much, much higher demand for shoes than there were back in the day when people would just go to their nearest athletic shoe store and, and line up, you know, waiting to to get their pair of shoes once the store opens. But at any rate, at least with the sneakers app, you feel like you get a fair shake. You feel like that you're put on the same level playing field with everybody else. You know, you don't have to compete with people using these shoe bots. Um, No fist fights. No fist fights. So even if you, even if you don't score a pair through the app, which there's been many times I've tried to purchase and kind of like I'd mentioned just this all-star weekend, you know, I wasn't able to get it through sneakers app. But at least I felt like I wasn't cheated out of a pair due to people using bots or, or whatever. It, I felt like I had the same chance as everybody else. Dang bots. Now, as far as the sneakers app now goes, I, you know, I found – so it came out in 2015. I think I downloaded it on my phone like in 2016. And even from 2016 to now in 2019, I've noticed that I have less success – purchasing shoes through the sneakers app than I did even back in 2016. And I kind of think it's because the secret is out. Even in the space of a couple of years, I think a lot more people both know about sneakers and have it downloaded on their phones that there's just more competition to to get a limited amount of shoes. So even though sneakers is you know even though it might be a little tougher these days to to purchase through sneakers overall i feel like i've had some good successes and victories with grabbing you know some limited releases using the app so with that said i'm not going to be deleting it from my phone anytime soon and what's great about sneakers too is you can set up alerts you can set up reminders for certain shoe drops and then it also previews upcoming models now just quickly 
as I move before I move on to the next point. Other retailers such as Foot Locker, they have their own apps. Um, I know that Foot Locker actually has a shoe app with what they call a launch reservation feature. And that's where you have a chance at reserving a pair to pick up in the store. Now, I haven't personally used this, so I'm not really sure of all the details involved with this particular app or, or this launch reservation feature. But, you know, it could be worth checking out. And then finally, uh, as far as apps go, if you live in the United Kingdom, I know there's a big sneakerhead community over there. From what I understand, Soul Supplier, they're a big player in the shoe game. And their app, I guess, is kind of the go-to sneaker app for people living in the UK as far as release dates, as far as purchasing goes, that type of a thing. Okay, so on to my fourth tip. And I would say that is find and strategically follow people who are in the know on social media, such as Twitter, Facebook, other social media. And these are people such as Nike execs, you know, shoe store or shoe website owners, other big players in the shoe game that have inside knowledge about when shoes will drop or when a quick strike release or like a restock will happen. Often these people, what's cool about it is they'll often tweet this information out earlier than even when like, you know, the Nike website, for example, will officially announce the news. And as I've said already in the shoe game, if you're trying to get these limited shoes, every second counts. And so even if you know just moments or just minutes before everybody else, I mean, that's the difference between getting a pair or not. And if people go to our show notes for this episode on ImmortalSoulsPodcast.com, I will go ahead and I'll provide some links uh, to a few of the, the big Twitter handles that I use and that I find the most helpful. Sure. And obviously, we'll put all of these um, all of these tips that we're going through um, you know, we'll put, you know, as well as like the apps and things like that, those will be in the show notes too. Yeah. So yep. no one needs to take notes. Not that anyone is, but you don't, <laughs> don't feel the need to take notes on these. <laughs> okay. So number four, find and strategically follow people who are in the know. And I would say Twitter would probably be your best bet, but also Facebook could be worth it too. And yeah, again, look at our show notes for, for further information on this. Okay. The fifth tip I have is the old-fashioned way, and that is going to the store. Now, you know, it's kind of interesting because when online sneaker ordering was still pretty new, you know, like a decade or so ago, like back in 2009, you know, when I first started trying to purchase online, you actually probably had better luck scoring a pair of shoes online than going to the store where people would line up or that, you know, they'd camp out for hours before it opened, hoping just to get a pair of, of whatever that hot new release is. And at the end of the game... I think it goes without saying that it's a numbers game. So back, you know, about a decade or so ago, you had less competition online than with the crowds at the actual stores. And the problem with lining up at the store back in the day was is that the store would usually only carry just a few pairs of each size. You know, so say that like I'm a pair, you're, I'm a size 11 and a half, and I'm the hundredth person in line waiting to get in the store. The problem is that store probably only has like five to 10 pairs of 11 and a half, and that's it. So by the time I, I get in the store, there's a good chance that my particular size is already sold out. And, you know, I, I kind of dealt with this with that little store back in Salt Lake City back in 2007. Sometimes I'd deal with these lines. And by the time I got in the store, they'd say, sorry, your size is out. You know, we don't have any more. Now, fast forward back to 2019. And as everybody knows, I mean, online shopping is the way to go. I mean, that's pretty much, I would say, the majority of people do their shopping online. And because of this, with how prevalent online shopping is these days, it actually might be worth your time to try your luck at your local sneaker shop again. Again, it's a numbers game. So 
if everybody is trying to get these sneakers online, the trick is try to find places where there's not as many people, you know, where not as many people are going to or would think to go to. And more and more, I actually read stories on like Reddit and other shoe forums where people will, you know, there's like a limited shoe and it's instantly sold out online within like a minute or two. And then people on Reddit are saying, yeah, you know, I just went down to my local footlocker like five or six hours later that day. And yeah, I just kind of walked on out with the pair that I wanted. You know, they had plenty in stock. No problem. And so it's kind of interesting to me. It's almost like with the current shift to online shopping, it's it almost seems and it, it, this all depends on where you live. I know that in some areas around the US, a lot of people still line up at stores, but in many areas, sometimes the physical stores, they're overlooked when it comes to these sneaker releases. So I would say at the very least, it's worth at least calling your local shoe store, you know, call up your local Foot Locker, call up your local Champs Sports or whatever, and just see if they're going to have those shoes in stock. And if you're nice enough or if you get in good with an employee, Heck, they might even be convinced to set aside a pair for you to purchase. So it almost seems counterintuitive, but that's my fifth tip is try the old-fashioned way. If the shoes are sold out online, there's a chance if you just go to your local store, they'll have them there. Send a fax, ask them if they they have a pair. Exactly. Okay. Uh, My sixth tip is I would say don't give up if you are going to go the online route and you're having issues, you know, like the the page is freezing up or telling you to resubmit your information, don't give up. And again, I've, (laughs) truth be told, not giving up online has never paid off for me. (laughs) You know, the, the, the times that I've missed out online, I have stuck with it for like an hour or two and I still didn't get a pair. But I have read several instances, again, on Reddit or, you know, other forums where people say that a shoe website will say that it's out of stock. But a lot of times it just could be that there's so many people accessing that website at one time that it just takes the website a little bit of time to catch up as far as like what stock it actually has. And so there's people that they say, you know, I tried and it, it ate 10, 10 minutes after the shoes dropped, it said my size was out of stock, but I just kept on like refreshing that page. And at 8.45, all of a sudden it showed they were in stock again and I was able to snag a pair. Yeah. Now, again, I've never had that luck, but there's a lot of people I've read accounts that have had that luck. So that, I mean, it, it kind of goes without saying, I guess, but don't give up. Even if it says it's out of stock, stick with it, you know, for 20, 30 minutes or however long you want to waste your time with it. Because uh, chances are that maybe the website is just needs a little bit of time to catch up to show like what, what it actually does and actually does not have in stock. Well, and to your point, and not to get ahead to the next tip that you might have, but also, you know, you said sometimes restocks quietly happen as well, which which would make persistence pay off, right? If you happen to, you know, if they happen to quietly restock and you're still trying, and then, you know, you might you might luck out that way too. Nick, I think you read my mind because that brings me to point number seven, and that is be on the lookout for restocks. Sometimes, and I would actually say more often than not, all of our comments today, if people, if you can't tell by now, is it's pretty much directed to Jordan shoes, Air Jordans, and Nike shoes. There's probably different tactics that you could use for like Yeezys or Adidas or Reebok or other brands. I, I'm really just sticking with Jordans and Nikes. So Nike is notorious for quietly restocking even limited release shoes, and. Oftentimes, in fact, I would say pretty much all the time when they restock, they aren't going to really give you advance notice. That's why you follow some of these execs on Twitter, you know, some of the people that are in the know. You follow them on Twitter. That's why 
you download the page monitor extension for Google Chrome. These are different tactics you can use that will let you know about that restock. And so, I mean, as soon as a restock quietly happens, you already know about it. You can get on the site or, you know, get on the sneakers app or whatever and purchase it. So yeah, look for restocks. Often if you miss out the first time around, there's a good chance that, you know, a matter of weeks or maybe even a month or two later, uh, they'll quietly do a, a small restock of it. Okay. That brings me to my eighth and final tip. And it is the last resort. So say that you tried to purchase the shoes at retail, either using an app or going on a website, and you've had no luck. Say that you've tried to get in on a restock and either you missed the restock or you knew about it, but it just sold out quickly. Say that it's a pair of your Grells and you've missed out getting them at retail, but you just really want them. If you really want these shoes, you can almost always get them, but you're going to have to pay a premium over retail to get them. And this is through reseller or consignment websites. Uh, Some of the more well-known sites, I would say, are Flight Club, Grailed, there's Stadium Goods, and my two favorites, which are StockX and Goat. And uh, I believe Goat actually merged forces with Flight Club back in 2018, but they still operate as separate entities. So... Goat and StockX are pretty cool. Basically, what they are is they're kind of a middleman between resellers of shoes and the purchaser. And what's cool, what they both do is, you know, just so you know that you aren't getting scammed or that you're getting a pair of knockoffs or fakes, the reseller has to first send their shoes to either StockX headquarters or Goat headquarters. And these companies have highly trained people that analyze the shoes for authenticity. I mean, we're talking, they they look at the most minute details as far as stitching and just overall quality materials, um, you know, the, the shades of colors even. I mean, the, these people authenticate the shoes. Once they've authenticated them, if they don't pass the test, then they refund you your money and you're none the, none the worse. But if they pass authentication, then they go ahead and they, they ship the shoes on to you. And that brings me back to our little story about these infrared Air Jordan 6s that I missed out on a couple of weeks ago during All-Star Weekend. So I missed out on them when they were first released. And I just, <laughs> I've been so excited to get them. I don't want to wait around for when a restock might happen. So I went the, the reseller route and I actually was able to purchase them on the GOAT app. And that's G-O-A-T. And... These, what I like about them is you know that you're getting the real deal because of that authentication service, but I've actually been able to get them for not too much over retail. I only paid like 20 or 30 bucks over retail, which is pretty good considering how limited and how much people want them. Another pair of shoes I just got through StockX actually is the Air Jordan 33 Cactus Jacks. And I actually didn't know about those. I don't know why, um, but for some reason they kind of... uh, slipped under my radar until after the fact, until after they'd already released and sold out. And so I was able to get a pair of those on StockX for, I think, just like 15 bucks or maybe 20 bucks over retail is all. Which, as people know, I mean, Travis Scott and Cactus Jack collaborations with Jordan are kind of the hot thing right now. And it seems like anytime Cactus Jacks come out, resellers just jack the price up on those, (laughs) no pun intended, like crazy. And so the fact that I was able to get these Cactus Jacks for like 20 bucks over retail, I was pretty darn happy about that. So, yeah, there's there's always these uh, these reseller websites. If you're willing to pay a little bit more over retail, um, and, and you just have to have that pair of shoes. Mm. And that's basically it. Those are my eight tips. 
I love it. No, I think that's that's huge to know. And so a couple of quick questions for you then, kind of as a follow-up. So what method or which app overall have you had the most success with? I would say overall, it probably has been the Nike sneakers app. And that's with the caveat that I haven't had much success with it lately. But a couple of years ago, when it was still newer and not as many people knew about it, I had a lot of of good success, you know, getting some pretty hard to get shoes. But even to this date, I'm not going to take that app off my phone anytime soon. I think it's still a good way to go. If anything else, I like it because again, you're you're on that level playing field with everybody else. You don't feel like you're you're having to fight with people that are maybe unfairly trying to use sneaker bots or other programs to try to to snatch up the shoes. So probably the sneakers app. And then, you know, for a couple of pairs, I've had to kind of go the reseller route uh, via Goat and StockX. So what is your most recent pickup then? It would be the Air Jordan 33 Cactus Jacks. Nice. In fact, and they they're still shipping. <laughs> I'm hoping to get them in the next day or two. This might be hard to answer off the top of your head, but I'm just curious, what are your, if you can answer this, what are your top five pickups that you've gotten since since you started collecting top five pickups mm-hmm. um yeah the so back in 2009 when i missed out on the first space jam retro kind of as a consolation prize i promptly went to ebay and i found a i found a mint pair of the metallic fives for not much of a retail site i got those and those were i believe they were retroed in either 2000 or 2001 so it would be my metallic fives. It would definitely be the space gems. It would be the band ones, these infrared sixes that I just picked up, and heck, let, let's let's say the cactus jacks. And you know, there's a lot of other shoes that I've picked up that I love. But I would say those are the top five for me that either were the most sought after that I was able to get, or for whatever reason, they just kind of meant the most to me. Do you plan on wearing any of your pickups? <laughs> that is the million dollar question. <laughs> I hate to say it, but probably not other than I'm very tempted to wear these uh, 33 Cactus Jacks just because. <laughs> Maybe just to go on like some hikes or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just to go on some hikes or, you know, to some rock climbing. Exactly. <laughs> go swimming with them or something. Cool. Well, um, Maybe we can throw up, maybe you can snap a shot of some of your, some of your favorite pickups and we could throw those into the show notes as well. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. We will do that. People could be interested to see that, but, um, well, thanks for going through all those tips though. I think that's, that's super helpful. And I, as much as I might already enjoy and, and love shoes, it was, um, it was super interesting for me anyways, to hear some of your experiences and to just kind of get some deeper insight into that world of picking up some of these rare shoes. Because like you said, I mean, I think it's easy for some people to, you know, write this off, the whole idea of collecting shoes. But I think there's nothing strange about it when you think of all the things that people collect nowadays. Like you said, everything from cars to paintings, to homes, to statues, to plates and stuffed bears, you know, whatever. So this is just another one of those, but it happens to be the best thing to collect in my opinion. So I completely agree. And with that said, we'd love to hear from all of you. What are successes or failures that you guys have had? What what are your favorite shoe pickups that you've had? 
feel free to go ahead and leave us a comment on our website or you can go to our Facebook page or social other social media and let us know what you think. Let us know what your successes and failures have been. And we can both rejoice and commiserate together. Yep. So thank you all for listening and stay tuned for two weeks from now. We'll have another brand new, fresh episode for you all. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Immortal Souls podcast. For more information, show notes, pictures, or just to say hi, check us out at immortalsoulspodcast.com, Instagram, or Twitter. Original theme music by Scott Spriggs. Five-star reviews are always helpful and hugely appreciated. Until next time, keep walking the roads less traveled.